Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside to the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds, a live betting extravaganza to where if you don't have a bet leading up to the game, we'll try to find you one over the course of the next three hours. Make sure to tweet at the show on Twitter, at VEASAN Live is where you can find us, at Wes Reynolds 1 is where you can find Wes, at Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. And also use the hashtag VEASAN Live Bet. If you have a bet or a question, we'll discuss it here on the program. Coming up, Matt Grill, DraftKings trading manager, joins us in 15 minutes, one of the most important segments we've been doing all throughout the fall. And we're going to take a look at not just this week's marquee and premier games we're also going to take a look at the look ahead lines for the sec and acc conference championship games but it doesn't stop there projected lines for the other power five conference title games and you will not want to miss that that's coming up in 15 minutes but the college football doesn't stop there because we're all about that maxion boss we also have ball state in miami ohio bowling green ohio both in progress and also a big night in college hoops headlined by the Maui Invitational going on right now. Creighton and Arkansas about to get that second half underway. Then San Diego State, Arizona as the nightcap game tipping off in about 90 minutes. But first, Wes, is there a live bet that we can make right now? Uh, I'm looking here. Uh, I did. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and play the second half under Bowling Green and Ohio there at 23. Go. Bang! Action! 28 to 7, by the way, at the half. This did, uh, of course, take a, a dive uh, before the game because Curtis Rourke 
out for the rest of the season for the Ohio Bobcats. This, by the way, determines who is going to represent the East Division next week at the Max Scheidel game in uh, Ford Field in Detroit. So, uh, like the under 23, there was a late score, Bowling Green in their own territory, just kind of running out the clock, 40 seconds left to go. Those an interception in their own territory, Ohio tacks one on. So, that made it 28 to uh, 7 at the mm-hmm. half. So, uh, adjusted would be under 58. I, you know, I, I got a little under 55 earlier in the day. That's not looking too good. But I do think this probably slows down. Bowling Green can't run the ball at all. So, I mean, they're just going to have to pass. And this uh, guy, McDonald, the quarterback for Bowling Green, has not been accurate. He, of course, threw the interception at the end of the half. So you like the total, you like the under yes. 23 and a half. Uh, did you have any lean on the side? Because Ohio was laying one and a half for the 28-7. You know, uh, I don't. Uh, small bowling green, maybe, because Ohio, I think, looks like they have this unlocked. This is the uh, the backup quarterback, C.J. Harrison, for Curtis Rourke. So they stepped up. They were down only – they were down 7 nothing. This was low scoring first quarter and then 28 mm-hmm. points in the second. So – yeah, I mean, this close five and a half, and then you're laying about 23 and a half. Lean Bowling Green, but based on what I've seen from them, I don't want any part of the side. Well, would you like to go to the island? Hawaii. Maui Invitational, mm-hmm. West. Second half underway, Creighton and Arkansas. Blue Jays right now lead at 32 or 42 to 37 uh, in this game, about a minute into the second half. Right now, Creighton, four and a half point favorites. Total at 152 and a half here. Did you get any bet in this game pre I, I do. I have Creighton on the money line, minus $1.25. Okay. I think they close what they close. Uh, one and a half, two, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I'm flip, seeing, a, yeah. flip of favorites here. Uh, Kalkbrenner, who is their big guy, uh, hurt his ankle yesterday, but it, but is playing. And uh, yeah, I, I, I like what Creighton is doing. And I like the fact that they scored a lot on the Texas Tech, that kind of no-middle defense. Mm -hmm. And they scored easily on a really good defense. Arkansas, obviously, a little bit different. You know, a lot of pressure and, you know, kind of scrambling defense, if you will. So, I am on Creighton on the money line in the second game. I took San Diego State plus two, and that's pretty much where the market is uh, against Arizona in the other semifinal. All right, so San Diego State plus two, and we'll handicap that game coming up in the second hour, but Wes already telling you right now he likes the Aztecs in that contest. They're total very high. I want to get your thoughts on that coming up at 7 o'clock. But this Creighton game, and they have the lead, five-point lead up against Arkansas, top 10 matchup here. This has been a team that's been kind of hyped up ever since the end of last season. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have big Creighton Futures tickets for them to make the Final Four or them to win the entire thing. But where are you at? With, with Creighton and Doug McDermott, I, Greg McDermott. I, I, I think they're very good. Uh, I mean, I don't know if they're Final Four good yet. Mm-hmm. But, look, they, they, can, uh, they can shoot the ball really well, 54.5%, uh, 50% already. And, really, the uh, uh, impact transfer is Shireman, who played for the uh, South Dakota State NCAA tournament team. Uh, Nemhart is back. He has 13. Cockbrenner has 10. So, this is a team that really runs good stuff. They spread the floor. They shoot the ball very well. They're not a team really that beats themselves necessarily. Yep. Uh, very well coached, I think, I think by Greg McDermott and, uh, and, and very smart. But the fact that they scored 1.6 points per possession on known turnover possessions against Texas Tech and Mark Adams in that defense was one of the best in the country every single year. Uh, and look, uh, you know, but Arkansas is going to, you know, run a lot of ball pressure and they're really athletic, but Creighton can score on them. And we've already kind of seen that though, even though a nice mm. block, Ar- Arkansas, Arkansas 
Musselman's got some really good athletes there. He is going to get called for the foul there. Almost thought he got it clean, but nevertheless, 42 to 39, 1801 left to go in the second half. Yeah, it's a couple of teams that people are kind of high on, both Arkansas and Creighton. But Creighton's the one I feel like I've just heard the most buzz about there in the Big East. Now that with Nova mm-hmm. uh, in the situation with Jay Wright, he's gone. Now he's doing TV. He's joined us media folks. Uh, so it's almost like there's people are anticipating not really like a passing of the torch because it's only one season, but. Creighton to kind of fill that void there in the Big East and maybe where Nova has dipped down with Kyle Neptune in his first year. Maybe it's the Creighton Blue Jays that can go ahead and be the torch care, torch bearers, I should say, of the Big East. But uh, let's take a look at some other games going on right now in college hoops here. And I want to get your thoughts on Nevada and Kansas State. Battle of unbeaten mm-hmm. this game here. And the, and the Nevada UNR, Nevada Reno as the folks like to call it here in Las Vegas. They trail 69-67 at the under-eight timeout against the Kansas State Wildcats. Kansas State right now three-and-a-half-point favorites, total up to 164-and-a-half here in what's been a pretty uh, tightly contested ballgame. Yeah, uh, Kansas State off to a, a very good start uh, this season. Of course, Bruce Weber not there. It is Jerome Tang, who was the uh, uh, Scott Drew assistant at Baylor. Jerome Tang, by the way, very uh, well-known in recruiting circles. Mm-hmm. So uh, don't be surprised if you see Kansas State get some players either via the transfer portal or uh, uh, via the prep school, high school market. Like, prep so, school? Uh, I mean, AAU markets? Yeah, yeah. Jer- Jerome, Jerome <laughs> Tang can recruit, and, and that's why Scott Drew had him on that staff for many, many years. But Nevada off to a surprising good start. Uh, they got a win over Tulane. Tulane was missing their best score yesterday, but – Got that win, 75-66. This, by the way, being played in the uh, Cayman Islands, uh, that tournament down there. So, uh, you know, been very surprised with with UNR so far this season. Yeah, UNR has been a pretty good surprise here. Both teams unbeaten. That will not be the case after tonight there uh, with UNR being 5-0 and and Kansas State right now at 4-0 and here. But uh, also tonight in the sports world, we have the college football playoff reveal. Uh, the now the third iteration of these rankings, I believe it is the third one. Mm-hmm. As we sit here uh, before the final week of the regular season, rivalry weekend coming up this weekend, starting on Thursday with the Egg Bowl. But no surprise at the top. Uh, the top four remain the same: Georgia number one, Ohio State number two, Michigan number three, TCU number four. Uh, LSU though creeps up to five after Tennessee suffers that beatdown against South Carolina yeah. Saturday night. USC now slots into six, Bama seven, Clemson number eight. Oregon back in the top 10 at number nine. Then Tennessee drops all the way to 10. Uh, that rounds out our top 10 here. But anything that kind of surprised you well, with those? And, and are there any bets that we can <clears> make based off of these ranks? I don't think it's necessarily a surprise. That was where the interest was going to be, uh, where LSU was going to be, if they mm-hmm. were going to be fifth. And they were. And look, the committee obviously valuing wins over Alabama and, and wins over Ole Miss. And Should they? I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, I kind of had a feeling that this is how it was going to be, though, because look, if, if L- that tells us if LSU beats Georgia, that they're not getting left out no, because th- there was a possibility that that might happen with two losses. It's like, well, we got these one loss teams like USC and Clemson behind you. I think that pretty much ends. Where, where was Clemson tonight? Like eight? Cle- Clemson was number eight, I believe. I, and I think North Carolina losing to Georgia Tech and blowing that big lead. That crushes Clemson. That doomed the ACC because Clemson, they just, they they can't leap LSU. They can't leap uh, 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 USC. So I, I, I think that they're in a little bit of trouble. And Now, on the Clemson point, though, because there is a path for them to get into the playoff, I think at least. Because let's say Georgia beats LSU and the chalk prevails because 
we're going to reveal that the lines are in that game with when Matt Grill comes on, Georgia is favored by a good amount. So Georgia wins. Let's say whoever wins from the Big Ten, Ohio State or Michigan, they go ahead and win the Big Ten. So that Big Ten team is in. TCU also wins the mm-hmm. Big 12. SC loses to either Notre Dame or in the Pac-12 title game. At, the, I mean, who you, at that point, it's got to be Clemson, right? I mean, obviously that that's a lot to happen. I think in terms of uh, of, of but, Clemson getting in, but but, but it's, it, it's I mean it, it can happen. It's reasonable. It can happen. <laughs> but look, they still have Alabama at number seven. You got to think Clemson would jump them. Uh, I mean Alabama because Clemson does have North Carolina, so Alabama yeah. just has the one game against Auburn. All, against Auburn, yeah. Albeit an Auburn that has won a couple in a row now yeah. and actually yeah. has a chance to get bowl eligible, but. Top four stay the same, and they're going to stay the same. I think when I was talking, uh, I was on a a show in Toledo, Ohio, this afternoon, and I think Ohio State with one loss, even though it's not likely, they can still maybe stay get into the top four. I don't think think Michigan can at all. No, I think the fact that you had Colorado State on your schedule and you had Hawaii, and I know UConn, credit to UConn, they eventually got bowl eligible, (laughs) but – uh, I mean, that's a really weak non-conference schedule. So, yeah, you know, it's going to be – we now know, though, with LSU being five, that Georgia's locked. Georgia's locked yeah. into the top four. There's oh, yeah. no way they can drop out. Yeah, unless they were to lose to Georgia Tech. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess. But, but yeah. I kind of forgot about that when they were 35-point favorites, even though Georgia Tech has won five games this season. Georgia Tech beat North Carolina last week, so maybe we shouldn't be laughing at the Yellow Jackets. Uh, the Clemson, and we'll have this discussion all throughout the show, plus 230 to make the playoff. That could be an interesting look there this upcoming weekend. Our buddy Matt Grill from DraftKings joins us on the other side to talk championship Saturday look-ahead lines of college football. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real, live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Eh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> 
Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds. Live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight, coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds here, and it is 6.15 by my clock here on the West Coast. Time 9.15 for you folks out there on the East Coast. And every single Wednesday, we always bring our buddy, but because it's a holiday week, we're bringing him on a Tuesday. You're getting Matt Grill earlier on a Tuesday, and let's welcome him in. Matt Grill, DraftKings trading manager to talk some college football. Uh, Matt, we appreciate the time as always, and a preemptive happy holiday to you and yours this upcoming weekend. Uh, we're going to get into the look-aheads for the championship Saturday games coming up here in just a bit, but let's talk about what we're going to see this weekend, starting with Michigan and Ohio State in Columbus. Last week, you guys had this line as the Buckeyes' eight-point favorites. Tick down just a little bit, only a half point. Now Ohio State, seven and a half point favorites here. What can you tell us about this game here behind the window, what you guys are seeing? Yeah, guys, happy early Thanksgiving. Glad to be on a day early this week. Uh, Ohio State, Michigan, you know, the game. So, you know, right out of the gates, haven't really seen too much one way or the other. Kind of surprising. Uh, you know, going back a few weeks at Georgia, Tennessee, and was right away was just massive handle, massive action. And I don't know. I think just uh, it's kind of strange. With both these teams sitting 11 0, uh, just over a touchdown here. You can see arguments for both sides and really not much action so far, but I'm sure it'll pick up as the week pick, uh, um, rolls on here. Yeah, and uh, Matt, uh, also looking at a game with potential playoff implications, that being Iowa State and TCU. TCU survives doing what they do, get that field goal team on in scramble mode with no timeouts and able to uh, get by Baylor by one. But Iowa State's been a real disappointment this year, and they're not going to be bowl eligible unless they go into this APR deal because that's one thing <laughs> that they can do if they don't have enough uh, bowl eligible teams that uh, – little bit of a tick downward on TCU. Is it better kind of like in Iowa State, or is it just, okay, now here's the real pressure for TCU in the last game of the season? Yeah, last last week opened this game 11, 10, 10 and a half now. So TCU gets by with another nail-biter, wins by one point. Now got to get past this game. And then they got the Big 12 title game against either Texas or Kansas State, which we will get to in a bit. But Iowa State here shouldn't be sleeping on them. This is a team that went into Texas as a 17-point dog. Went out of there, always losing by three. Probably could have won that game. So this this team knows how to keep things close. They keep things low scoring. So TCU should be on high alert this week as well, still going to the Big 12 title game. Femi, you'll hear this a lot this week. This might be Iowa State's bowl game because 
because, you know, <laughs> every year we kind of wait to see, okay, where's Matt Campbell going to take the job, you know, and is he going to be on the coaching carousel? Did he stay too long at the fair? I Wide guess open. there are names, you know, when not striking while the iron is hot, but clones uh yeah matt is right don't sleep on the clones this weekend yeah the new york jets once upon a time wanted uh matt campbell to be their head coach mm-hmm. probably not anymore uh let's <laughs> speak with matt grill the DraftKings trading manager here talking college football matt let's do one more game this weekend that we'll get to the conference championship saturday stuff notre dame usc a high profile spot 4 30 west coast time 7 30 over on the east coast that prime time slot there last week trojans three and a half point favorites coming off the big win against ucla now laying five and a half at home against the fighting Irish here. Um, what have you seen behind the window with this game? Yeah, a little bit of an uptick in this line from the three and a half we opened. I think we went to four and a half the next day or maybe last Friday. So I, I think it's a common combination of a, we've been a little bit lower on USC, a little bit higher on Notre Dame these past couple weeks. And USC, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, lead the country in Trevor Martin plus 20. So are they good? Are they lucky? They're a little bit of a mix of both. Looked pretty good with Travis Dye out last game. Obviously, we're able to hold off UCLA there with the late interception. And now they got two more tough games to finish out the year here. All right, Matt, uh, let's get to a couple of the uh, conference championship games. Of course, one that we have known about for a while, that is the SEC championship game, no matter what happens this weekend uh, with LSU against Texas A&M. They are your Western Division champions. We know Georgia undefeated on the east side. Uh, Opening uh, Bulldogs minus 15. Yeah, we had this 16 last week with the performances from the prior weekend down to 15 this week. So LSU, their playoff hopes are going to hinge on this game. And of course, the Texas A&M game as well. So the more I think about this game, the more we look at it, you start getting that sense that maybe you or sorry, LSU has a chance in this game. So mm. uh, just kind of, I could maybe see this game going in this weekend, ticking below that two touchdown mark, depending on what t- happens this week. It'll be interesting to see LSU's playoff lives, like I mentioned, going to be on the, on the line here. That's interesting that you point that out, Matt. What gives you that inclining that uh, LSU might be a little bit more competitive against Georgia? Yeah, just the way they've been playing the past couple weeks. You know, Georgia, they've slept walk through a couple games. Missouri, now Kentucky. We'll see what happens this weekend against Georgia Tech. LSU's just been on fire, and, you know, they've kind of, I think they've risen into most people's top ten in their power rankings. In the ACC, though, Matt, you have North Carolina Clemson. This is the matchup we've known for a couple weeks here. The Tigers, seven-and-a-half-point favorites against the Tar Heels in that game in Charlotte. Uh, did you guys downgrade UNC after what we saw against Georgia Tech, that disappointing loss there that probably ended Drake May's Heisman campaign? Yeah, I think you had to up 20. I think it was 17 nothing that game. I believe it was in 21-17. Josh Downs, of course, drops the fourth down touchdown pass that would have probably won the game. So as a 21-point favorite, you lose a game, got a downgraded team after that. So that's why you're seeing the 7.5 now on uh, Clemson in the game as favorite rather than the 6, 6.5 we had last week. And right now we already have three that are going that are obviously official: the ACC, the SEC. We mentioned also the Mountain West, Boise State, minus four and a half on the look ahead at DraftKings mm-hmm. against Fresno State. But uh, Matt, uh, let's get to the uh, Pac-12 really quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of uh, hypothetical matchups. We know the Trojans are going to be in one of those two spots, but who are they going to get? Oregon, Utah, and Washington. Washington, by the way, still very much into this. UCLA got Damn eliminated right in the in the Rose Bowl. So uh, Oregon one or USC one to Oregon, two to Utah, and five to Washington. Yeah, a lot of this hinges on Bo Nix's health. Uh, 
obviously have to play the Civil War first, which is going to be a really tough game for the Ducks, only a three-point favorite as it stands right now. So win that, and they're in, and they'll get that matchup against USC. If USC continues to to kind of up their game, could maybe see this line extend out a little bit, depending on what happens this weekend against their game in Notre Dame, Oregon's game against Oregon State. So going to have to see what happens right there uh, in those games. Right now we have it at one. The Utah game for USC. Uh, Utah obviously already beat them. That pr game probably should have gone USC's way. Just, of course, it was back and forth. Utah a little bit fortunate at the end to get the two-point conversion and get the win, so that would be a great rematch. And then USC-Washington, a game we haven't seen this year. I think it would be a great shootout. Would be a fun, fun Any of these three games would be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Matt, on the Bo Nick side of things, if he looks healthy – in Corvallis against Oregon State. Is this a situation where Oregon would be favored over USC if it's full-strength Bo Nix in the Pac-12 title game? If you would have asked me that before he got injured, definitely. I think Oregon at that point would have been about a three-point favorite. But you know, Bo Nix is back. He was able to throw last weekend. Really wasn't mobile. So if we can see this weekend that he's a lot more mobile and has that aspect of his game back, you can see Oregon possibly being favored over USC once that game takes place. Let's get to the Big 12, though, the hypothetical, and this one is really interesting. If Kansas State were to lose to Kansas and then Texas goes ahead and beats Baylor, it will be Texas against TCU, a rematch of game we saw in Austin a few weeks ago. And I think a lot of people will be uh, surprised to see the Longhorns favored in this game on a neutral site one there. Just, uh, are you guys just low on TCU? Like, How many conversations have you had about this Horn Frogs team as they're sitting at 11-0 and a couple wins away from the playoff? Yeah, I think some people are not going to agree with this one. We had Texas minus two if it ends up being a rematch. Uh, you know, that game, it, it was really not any kind of good offense. It was good, two good defensive performances that game. Uh, matchup here, you know, Texas, it seems like they've maybe ride the ship for the last couple of weeks now. Of course, blowing out Kansas last week. So, yeah, it's just one of those things. TC, they keep uh, gliding by, by the skin of their teeth these games. And obviously their record probably should not be as good as it is. The undefeated they have, but they still have the shot to get to the playoffs here. Texas would love to play spoiler that game. Matt got about two minutes left. Let's go to my neck of the woods. Indianapolis, Indiana, mm -hmm. Lucas Oil Stadium will be the host for the Big Ten Championship game. Winner this weekend represents the East Division, Ohio State or Michigan. And then the West, your guess is as good as mine, Matt, because all of a sudden uh, Illinois uh, dropping three in a row, dropped a couple at home to Michigan State and also to Purdue, and then dropped one at Michigan, a game they really should have won. So it seems like you guys still have the Illini, though, power rated as the top team in the West over Purdue and Iowa. We definitely do. Although Iowa, they control their destiny. They win and they're in this week. So amazingly, this team who can't score any points is one win away as a 10-point favorite to appear in the Big Ten title game. They'd be a rematch against Ohio State, in which case we'd have them over a 20-point underdog to Ohio State again. Uh, then Purdue, you know, they can score a little bit, but they would give up a lot more points to Ohio State, so kind of a similar line up there around 23, I think it is on the screen. And then Illinois, you know, if they were able to have a miracle happen and all the dominoes fall to where they get back in, they could probably give the best game to the Ohio State-Michigan winner. All three of these teams, by the way, in the West uh, have – were their big favorites against rivals that are down. Obviously, Friday, it is the uh, the uh, Nebraska-Iowa game, kind of a new rivalry there. Does Nebraska show up? Does my alma mater, Indiana, show up against Purdue? They're getting <laughs> 10 and a half in uh, Memorial Stadium down there in Bloomington. And then the uh, Purple Cats of Northwestern getting 14 at home to Illinois with a total of 38. 
That's real Big Ten football, not this stuff we saw at <laughs> USC and UCLA going up and down the field. Yeah, what could go wrong so with all those teams' So point, guys, going, going back to the the, uh, the Big 12 title game, it ends up being K-State, TCU. Our look at there is only going to be TCU minus one. And interestingly enough, the way that Howard is playing quarterback for Kansas State, it, it would actually be a downgrade for before to go back to Martinez. So the way Howard's playing, we think they've got a better shot against TCU with Kansas State wow. in, a, in a potential rematch there. Wow. How about that there? Uh, real quick, Matt, in 10 seconds, uh, let's, let's say if we get Ohio State, Georgia, what's the line in that game? I think right now I'd have that Georgia lane about two, two and a half. Okay. He is Matt Grill, DraftKings trading manager over at DK. Matt, we appreciate the time as always. Once again, happy holidays. Thank you, Matt. And have a really good Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you soon, man. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. All right. We're going to break all this down on the other side. It's VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Happy Thanksgiving from Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Feast on all the action with Bet Rivers this holiday season. Football, basketball, hockey, the World Cup, and more. There's plenty to be thankful for with Bet Rivers. Check out our Thanksgiving Day promotions, including a football bet plus get first TD insurance and single game parlay bet plus get. Head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe. We're hanging out at the Circle Resort and Casino two days before Thanksgiving. We wish all of you guys a happy Thanksgiving uh, who are watching at home and listening as well. Uh, safe travels if you're going wherever you're going for the holiday weekend. Uh, but right Yeah, now, definitely safe travels yeah. because I got caught behind an accident. So uh, yep. already, man, already there was, there these accidents on, on the uh, I-15 and all over uh, the valley out here in Las Vegas. Yeah, I was on 95 South. There was two on my way in. Uh, so definitely yeah. drive safely wherever you're going. Be, be careful. Safely. Yes, be definitely. You don't want your holiday weekend to be ruined. Like uh, uh, Hill Street Blues. Let's be careful out there <laughs> yeah. at the roll call. There you go. Um, at the Maui Invitational, Creighton and Arkansas tied at 57 uh, with less than 12 minutes to play. And looking at the live numbers over at DraftKings, uh, I believe they're, the spread and total are off what I'm seeing the money line last I saw was Creighton laying minus 190, Arkansas plus 140. Yeah. yeah let me take, go ahead and refresh. Yeah, this I'm waiting. Sure. Yeah, 59-57, so it's a money line. Uh, probably at the next dead ball, yeah. we'll get a total. Uh, usually, obviously, they do that out of timeout. And, you know, this is something for basketball to notice. Mm -hmm. They do it out of timeout, especially in college basketball, or at a dead ball. You know, it's it's not it maybe is out. It's not because teams play all different tempos and there's so much different talent in college basketball. In the NBA, it's a way more algorithm based, mm -hmm. I think, based on pace and, and based on consistent numbers, because you kind of know how these teams are going to play. But in college basketball, you can get a real snail against, you know, somebody that's like a you know warp up tempo team like in Arizona or somebody like that, who we will see later tonight. So uh, uh, now uh, Creighton retakes a lead 61 to 59 here. So uh, uh, Blue Jays, uh, Blue Jays hanging in there. Blue Jays got some shot makers and Arkansas has got some real athletes mm -hmm. here. So this is probably going to go down to the wire. And you speaking, are on Creighton. I am on, on Creighton money, money line. line minus 125. Uh, they were basically laying one and a half. So uh, uh, I, I did take the Blue Jays here. I, I was really impressed with what they did against Texas Tech. So, uh, 
we're about to get under the 10 minute mark. Mm-hmm. The kid Shireman has been as good as advertised. He was kind of one of the impact transfers, uh, but uh, you don't want to do that against Arkansas. Turn it over because Arkansas does very well scoring off turnovers, even though they, they just made one over. of their own. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Also in uh, college basketball, uh, we do have one. This uh, I believe the game down in the Caymans. We mm-hmm. don't have it on our monitor because it's on a streaming, uh, but all tied at 80 at the end of regulation between Nevada and Kansas State. So Free basketball. Uh, that will go to overtime. Uh, two undefeated teams so far right now. And then uh, one game that just got underway in the uh, Empire Classic in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center. That is Syracuse and St. John's at the uh, first TV timeout. Syracuse 8-7. to seven. I did take the Qs plus 3.5. They are now getting 2.5, 152.5. So, Good to see, like, an old Big East rivalry, even though yeah. Syracuse, uh, of course, no longer in the Big East. Jet- I, jettisoned for the I, ACC. I, I missed the Big East of the 80s. There was a great documentary that they did on 30 for 30 called Requiem for the Big East mm-hmm. back when they had St. John's and Georgetown. Remember when the Big East had three teams in the Final Four in 1985? Georgetown, St. John's, and then the least likely one to win was Villanova. <laughs> and uh, they go ahead and beat Georgetown and Patrick Ewing in the uh, championship game. Yeah, no, the Big East today is uh, definitely not what it once and, was. And, I, and, and, and it's good conference, but it's not the same. Yeah, no, it's it, – it, what do the kids say? It hits different now? It does hit different it, now. It's, it's – Look, I, I'm happy – MSG and like St. John's. I'm happy for my Butler Bulldogs uh, at the little school on the north side of Indianapolis to be in the Big East, but – Boy, that's a different level, man. When you were in the Horizon League, now you're playing in the Big East, and yeah. it's still a good conference. But you know, it it'll never be the same without Syracuse, and you yeah. know, UConn left. Now UConn is back, but <laughs> yeah. all, all the all these it, teams that have left. UConn wasn't with the AAC, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. now they're back in the Big East, I, and I'm glad. I'm glad they're back in the yeah, Big East. That's it where right. they belong. But it was always cool to see like those MSG games, like the first or second oh, yeah. round. And you see all the Syracuse alums that are probably oh, yeah. on lunch break that work in Manhattan oh, yeah. or whatever. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like, hey, like it always made the Big East tournament feel mm-hmm. cool. And like, you know, I'm, I'd be cutting class to go watch some Big East mm-hmm. tournament stuff back in high school. Yeah, it's just weird like, to have it's, Syracuse it's and Boston College not in the Big yeah. East. You know, they were charter. Even Pitt. Yeah, they were charter members of that conference. Yeah, it's uh well that's that's what happens when you have football. Yeah, we're we're, we're trading scores here, by the way, with oh, yeah. uh, Creighton and Arkansas. This might be kind of a last ball or last uh, team with the ball wins here. Uh, what a uh, couple NBAs to get uh, updated to uh, Ben Simmons and his return to uh, Philadelphia. Yeah. Apparently, had to have some extra security there. Uh, not I, I'd not, hope they had that. Yeah, ready. <laughs> not that not that the Philadelphia people would misbehave. Actually, not no, they're bad, pretty calm. Actually, not a bad little line for Ben Simmons tonight. He's got eleven points, seven rebounds, and eleven assists. I I almost took that pra, but I did not. Uh, I did take second half under here though, but. 102 to 92, uh, Brooklyn uh, getting eight and a half minus a dollar 20, 219 and a half on the total, minus uh, 12 bills on the money line for the Philadelphia 76ers. He mentioned uh, Philadelphia fans and just kind of what they're all about. It, it's they're, they're equally awesome for sports because they're so passionate, mm-hmm. but then it's also equally like right. slightly disturbing. Right. <laughs> we were watching the Commanders Eagles game the other night. And they're eight and no Philadelphia Eagles trailing at halftime, getting booed by the mm-hmm. home crowd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, did you guys not watch that, the first? Half that's what I was season? laughing about today. When, uh, of course, the video made the rounds on the Twitter machine about uh, Nick Sirianni. Of course, uh, yeah. was the offensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts under Frank Reich, and Frank Reich is one of his mentors, so I can understand the emotion. But when he was going back to those fans that were sitting behind the bench, that was for Frank Reich. 
That was for Frank Reich, and we're like, brother, they're going to turn on you in a second. <laughs> yes. Go one and done they, in the playoffs, they, they see what will, happens. They, they will <laughs> knife you if you disappoint. And, you know, so, you know, and, and he obviously was taken up for his guy. I can get it. I yeah. respect it. But, uh, you know, did take, did take a shot at the organization. I'm like, that same organization also gave you a chance to have a yeah. platform to now be a head coach of one of the better teams in the National Football League. So there is also that. Yeah, <laughs> just an interesting dynamic there. But Sirianni, man, he runs uh, hot and cold, man. That guy, hopefully, has a lot mm-hmm. of energy. Uh, and hopefully, I don't know. If, I don't know if that was the Sirianni syndicate that was uh, sitting behind. Probably not, because they were probably they were mad that against. they didn't cover. They, 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 yeah, <laughs> and, and they got bet against leading up to maybe, maybe the too. syndicate uh, took the dog last week, like we I, did. They, I think they did. The syndicate was all over the dog. Um, but typically, the syndicate now they haven't been as active this season. Yes, it wasn't like like last year. You could just because set this your year, watch this year they're price of the moon, and it's like, yeah. well, we don't these betters that'll bet good teams. You yeah. know, Philadelphia, of course, was not last year, but all the all the numbers guys liked him. Oh my God, last year, it, you just watch, it was almost like more entertaining than the actual game. I'm like, all right, Sunday morning, eight thirty, let's watch it move. Mm-hmm. And actives come out, boom, Eagles move like point and a half, two points on game day, and it was just crazy. But now we don't see it as much here. Uh, early in the season, it was like a little bit of a yeah. Washington syndicate early in the season when Carson Wentz was the quarterback for the Commanders, and I think everybody there, got off there's, that there's always There's always someone there. There's and, always uh, that team. The, the guy that's a someone right now, Baylor Shireman's hit a couple threes here, uh, 18 points, the South Dakota yes, State transfer timeout on the floor. Creighton is one of those teams, and look, Arkansas, to be fair, they can do it in their own right. Creighton can get real quick runs on you. They get 10, 12 runs on you very quickly, and uh, now they're up six at the under-eight timeout. So we talked about how this game likely to be last team with the ball, maybe wins, and be closely contested. Right now, you can get the Razorbacks, Woo Pig, at plus 7.5. Now you got to pay minus 135 for it, but plus 7.5 in a game that we think is going to probably go down to the wire mm-hmm. could be intriguing for somebody. If they want to maybe go yeah. on the money line, plus 425, there's still a lot of basketball left to be played in this game. 723 to be exact plus 425 to me that's yeah no no, juicy, no question about it and 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 look arkansas if they can turn up that pressure a little bit now now mm-hmm. creighton's guards are veterans yep you know these are not like you know yeah, little and... two-star freshman guards or something nemhard and alexander very capable but uh and nemhard actually has been the main guy tonight 21 points for uh ryan nemhard but arkansas uh, got to uh, try to force those turnovers with uh all those athletes that Eric Musselman has. Yeah, the must bus is uh, over in Hawaii trying to get it done. Uh, meanwhile, his former team, the Nevada Wolfpack, taking on Kansas mm-hmm. State. Uh, Nevada trails by five with 2.53 left to go in the extra period at last posting. Kansas State minus 800 on the money line. Nevada at plus 450 there. So uh, maybe one of these two teams is going to get their first yeah. loss. It looks like it might be the Nevada Wolfpack that suffered that first defeat this season. Uh, you said you're on the Cuse. Yes. Right now they have a 10-8 lead, 13-27 uh, left to go yeah. in the first half, so still pretty early in this game. Cuse, but I mean, that Cuse, I've been looking at some of their profiles this year, and, uh, you know, obviously 2-3 zone, that's what Jim Beheim has run for pretty he's, much as long as he's still, been there. Still running that thing? But he's mixed in He's mixed in a little man and kind of oh. mixed in some some different things this year with this okay. team. So, Trying you know, some spice there, usually Beheim, you kind of right? know what you get with Syracuse. Uh, they're going to give up offensive rebounds. You're going to get as many threes as you want. And he's been running it for like four decades. Yeah, I'm sure they'll make the tournament as a 10 seed and go to the final four. Yes. That's typically how it goes. Uh, we'll have more Beast of the Live bets tonight on the other side. Don't go away. We're back after the break.
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. (laughs) Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my (laughs) (laughs) There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of VSIN Live Bet tonight is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction that you're looking for. But Zen Nicotine Pouches, hey, they might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zen online or find a store near you at zen.com. That's Z Y N.com today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Rolling along here on a Tuesday night. Really fun game in the semifinal of the Maui Jim Maui Invitational between Creighton and Arkansas. Top 10 matchup living up to the billing right now. The Jays are up 74-71, laying four and a half on the live spread total, 165 and a half here. Uh, and we talked about, the, hey, the potential to maybe get in on Arkansas at plus seven and a half. It was minus 135 to go ahead and take that seven in the hook, but mm-hmm. probably the smart thing to do in this game where I don't think either team can really run away from the other. Yeah, yeah. Nemhard uh, almost had an and one, danced on the uh, front of the rim and went out. So now a under four-minute timeout, he'll go to the line and shoot two. You mentioned the total. I think this total closed like 144. In retrospect, yep. I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty. It seems like a low total for these teams. And really also what we've seen with Maui, uh, Femi, because I'm just looking at the two semifinals here. This opened 140 and did close 144, 145. The Maui tournament, uh, I think three of the four went over yesterday. Mm-hmm. These are pretty friendly rims out there at the Lahaina Civic Center. Uh, fairly loose. You get some friendly bounces. That is why you keep seeing these games get bet to the over. 161 and a half. Now uh, 165 and a half for the San Diego State-Arizona game. So something that you will notice maybe, you know, where there'll be a pattern. And this is something maybe you can use for other holiday tournaments. Mm -hmm. If you kind of notice a pattern, if you have weird backdrops, some of the conference tournaments, usually you get a pattern on these totals because uh, uh, let me – let me see what were what were the two games in Maui? I know Ohio State and Cincinnati yeah. went over because yep. Ohio and State. they got bet up six points. It yeah. opened one forty, closed one forty. Yeah, Ohio State just pounded uh, Cincinnati here. I didn't even bet that yeah. game. Actually, that game did not go over. I should say it did get bet up though, yeah. but it was eighty one to fifty three, and that was probably just because it was such a blowout mm-hmm. that 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 didn't go over. The Texas Tech Louisville game, uh, you know, you got to look at the matchups too. Don't look at that result. That did not go over because. That that Louisville team is really really I was bad. I say they're barely. A team. I, I I mean that that Texas Tech minus thirteen. I you know that was one I had today in the afternoon, just kind of messing around doing my no, writing. Rocking chair winner, man. Absolutely. Uh, and so you know, don't just look at the results, but look at the betting patterns. Yes. And there's a reason why when you get good teams like we have here, of course, with uh, Creighton and uh, Arkansas. And, and you know, it's interesting that you bring that up because I feel like there was a pod in last year's NCAA tournament where we saw that. I forgot which city that was, mm. but it felt like every game. I don't know if it was if it was a one out west. I don't think it was, but right. there was a city where that pod on Thursday, yeah, those games were all going under. And you saw, and maybe it was also the compilation of the teams that could have factored yeah. into it as well. But some, some of those buildings, like you mentioned, they provide different backdrops, backdrops that these teams are not used to. Right. And you add in the pressure of a tournament, trying to win in advance. Like these are things that you should definitely stow away when you're looking at b- betting in tournaments. Yeah, because, I think it's an excellent Well, I remember when they used to have the uh, Big West tournament at the Anaheim Convention Center. And that was like an under machine because there was empty mm-hmm. backdrops there. Now, of course, they are at the Dollar Loan Center right out here yeah. at Henderson. So shout out yeah, to it. Yeah, you'll notice. Yeah, you'll notice like little different patterns with some of these, like especially as you get into kind of like the big stadiums. Now, now you don't want to just like bet that blindly necessarily. You obviously want to look at the at the teams and the tempos they run. So mm-hmm. it's like I don't care how loose your rims are if you got two teams <laughs> playing like. You know, three fifty in tempo. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah, no, I, yeah, it's you want to make sure you're handicapping it still and not going blind. But I think that's something that we should keep in our 
holster, put it in the toolbox, mm-hmm. and we will make that a tip. That was our pro tip for the hour. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show. So that means at least 20 every day. They're all available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com. We can sort them by sport and by show. We're about to get a final score here in uh, Philadelphia. As, uh, I don't know what that Philadelphia – I don't know what what's the Sixers mascot, but he was doing – I forgot his He name. wasn't quite doing the uh, blue dance, uh, the Colts was, mascot, with the, thrusting, with the though. pelvic thrust right in Jalen Hurts' face, but Jalen Hurts <laughs> embraced it, so that was good of him. <laughs> he but almost did the move. <laughs> I almost did. He don't want me to see it on the air. You don't want to. You don't want to see that. The viewing audience got a little advertising. That, 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 that's Visa in after hours. <laughs> yeah. Like, Subscribe like, like three in the morning before Mitch and Paul. <laughs> Patreon.com/slash Wes Reynolds. Uh, <laughs> Final score though in Philadelphia: one fifteen to one oh six. The yep. uh, Brooklyn Nets, by the way, were eight point favorites. Uh, no MB tonight. No Tyrese Maxey. Uh, yeah, Philadelphia had had a lot of guys out tonight, but they get the win. This is not a very good loss for Brooklyn. No. I don't think. No Embiid, no Harden, no Maxey tonight. And Philadelphia takes care of business. That goes second half under, which is uh, good for me. Have you been seeing these last couple of possessions at Mountain? I have been. I have been. I was just wrapping that game, game up. Man. And while I'm doing that, we have 79 to 79. Trevon Brazil with 15 in the second half for the Razorbacks. So, uh, uh, nervous time if you're on either side here because we have seen really good shot making. I was commenting on Creighton shot making. Really, Arkansas says uh, Kalkbrenner going to miss the bunny, but uh, put back. Oh, it finally good for the Blue Jays. So now 81 to 79, 146 left to go. I believe Doug McDermott might have taken a timeout there defensively. So, so, uh, so now on the live markets here at DraftKings, Creighton minus 150. On the money line, Arkansas plus 110. We talked about the Razorbacks were plus 425 about, like, what, five minutes ago when they were trailing by six at the under uh, under eight timeouts. So mm-hmm. it, it was an opportunity to go ahead and get in on, on Arkansas. And now if you want to go ahead and get some off of that, you can get, you can take down a little bit of Creighton here. Now they're up to minus 180, up by two. Yeah, this, 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 is, definitely is. A, this is definitely a trade-out game. Uh, this yeah. is a I, – this has looked like, you know – because you would think with these two teams, because they've not been one and two seeds in a long time, oh, this would be a good first or second round game. This looks like an Elite Eight game. Yeah. Maybe even beyond that. No, most definitely. I mean, Arkansas has national title aspirations with this year's mm-hmm. team. You know, Muscleman, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of buzz about them. We talked about in the first segment this Creighton buzz that's been going on since April. <laughs> so it definitely is kind of feels like that elite eight kind of a matchup there in Maui. Maui gets some really good games, man. Yeah, they, they have do get some uh, really they, good games. Not not involving the Louisville Cardinals though. No, I I, no. I, can, I still cannot get over how so do, bad that team is. Do they get sent home or or do they play more? I, I I well they they have to play again tomorrow. There's three games obviously. So uh, they're making people cover. Look, Shamanad by the way, which of course is the university in Miami, the Shamanad Silver Swords. They now do this every other year, I think, where they're in the field. Shamanad mm. might beat Louisville. Like, if they were in this field. Like, Shamanad yeah. would have been better than Louisville. And, look, I'm not casting aspersions because I was even comparing it to the 08-09 Indiana team in Tom Crean's first year where it was pretty much an entire new team. All the players had either graduated, went to the draft, or got kicked off the, the out of school. <laughs> they were 6-25 and 25 that year. Oof. I think that might be in Louisville's future. This is, they. I mean, 
they look so disorganized. And look, Texas Tech, not exactly the team you want to play, especially off a loss, because they can really get you out of what you want to do and make you look really bad. And it just had a bad kind of vibe start to this Louisville season. I mean, you yeah. lose, what, three straight games? Yeah, when, when, when they lost, we were in here one night where I had a bet on uh, Bellerman, and Bellerman yeah. went ahead and beat him outright. So, yeah, tough times, uh, tough times down there in L. You're not used to seeing that. Like, Louisville – because I grew up in the 80s as a little kid, and like mm-hmm. Lu- Louisville was one of the it programs. Yeah. They were one of the it programs. They were, there was such a rivalry there with, you know, still with them in Kentucky, but with them in Indiana. And, uh, you know, the mayor, I remember, said, next time those Hoosiers come across the river, the first thing they're going to see is this. And it was a Louisville NCAA championship like <laughs> thing from 1986. And then, of course, Indiana won in 87. He goes, <laughs> I want the Louisville mayor to turn his ass sideways. Uh, or Knight had some kind of smart remark for the Louisville oh, mayor. Of course he did. Yes. <laughs> yes. Knight, Knight wasn't going to let that go. No, there's no Especially way. when that Louisville mayor, Jerry Abramson, by the way, was his name, was the uh, a uh, Indiana University alum. Oh. So, Dog in so, your alma mater? So, so it, it runs deep there. Yes. Huh? I guess you got to worry about getting reelected. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, not not a lot of Hoosiers voting down there in Louisville, even though uh, there's quite a few that do live down there. Yeah, you got to worry about getting reelected. That's kind of – you get compromised um, out there. But Louisville, yeah, they've been a good pro- – they were a good program last decade. Won a that's, national title. That's what college sports is all about is hate. Hate is good. We need we, – we don't need more <laughs> clip, hate. Clip that audio. We, we, we don't need more hate in the world. We do have too much hate yeah. in terms of geopolitical matters, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. You know, but sports hate. sports hate is good. Sports Every hate other is. hate bad. Sports hate is phenomenal. Yes, and it's why we love this upcoming weekend in college football with rivalry weekend and what's it, Ohio State Michigan. That's such a massive game. The Egg Bowl, the Iron Bowl, even though it doesn't have really playoff implications, that's gonna be another fun one as well in the SEC. But hey, that does it for hour number one. Hour number two on the other side. Beeson live bet tonight. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Tired of restless nights? 
At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.